Welcome, welcome to the Power of Self. I dare you to try it podcast. Thank you again, guys, for tuning in and listening and choosing to listen to the Power of Self. I dare you to try it. Like I always say, every week it means the world to me when you guys choose to listen to my podcast. So thank you so much. Now, today's episode is extremely exciting for me because we have a special guest. Well, this guest is very special to me. (laughs) My sissy flew all the way from Jersey. (laughs) And um, it's it's a cool week for us because we have a Friendsgiving. I'm going to host my first Friendsgiving ever tomorrow. And um, she came to just join and celebrate Friendsgiving with us. And you know what? Today we woke up and we're like, man, we were in this deep, amazing conversation. And I don't know, we're just click to us why don't we record this shit we're talking about good things that people may want to hear let's let's record it let's make an episode out of this so guys it's going to be a great great episode tune in and hopefully you can um we can plant a little seed to your minds this morning so now with that being said wow that was an introduction (laughs) with that being said edlin introduce yourself to the people listening. Wow. Um, I'm so excited to be here. Uh, thank you again for allowing me to be here in your space. Um, I'm just really excited to be um, in your fo- in your podcast and to be the first guest speaker in your podcast. This is, this is super cool. So um, I'm just grateful. I think this year has been an amazing year for, for both of us and, you know, a lot of ups and downs. And I think, you know, together me and you have been able to kind of um, be our 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 cheerleader right and kind of like help us we've helped each other try to like dig ourselves out of some holes that we've gotten ourselves into so i'm really excited for this conversation and i think uh people hopefully are gonna get um some value out of this so let's get started so before we get started do you think the last episode i kind of mentioned you a little bit oh i haven't (laughs) listened to it so i I, my apologies i just flew in last night guys don't don't think i don't support the sis i support the sis so i have to listen to it so in that i mentioned how the way i didn't go into details but the way that we kind of just knew that we were sisters oh yeah yeah like it was a soap opera should we should yeah. we kind of give them a little? Oh my, that's that's so they're gonna get hooked because they're gonna be like it's like, well, this is a telenovela. I think it's better if it comes from you. Okay, so I'm gonna try to condense it because obviously it's um. So you want me to tell them the story of like how we're siblings? <laughs> yeah, how but, but condensed, condense. but con- a condensed version. So basically, my mother and your mother were friends. Um, we're we're Dominican. We're from Dominican um background, and so our parents, our mothers knew each other when they were younger from you know their neighborhood um you know my mom i think decided to come first to the united states um and in that time she met my father um had me and her and my father i guess things just didn't work out because our father i think was um involved in like drugs right he was a drug dealer so (laughs) just saying it out there that's that's where we come from that's the hustle though that's the hustle (laughs) The hustle mindset. The hustle mindset. I guess he gave us something. So, um, yeah, so he was, you know, he was a drug dealer. And I think my mom wasn't comfortable with that when she realized, you know, what he was doing. So she she had me at young. I never met my father. Um, And then after, years later, my mom sees her friend 
from DR, who, who was Carmen, right? Um, Priscilla's mom and who we called um, in dearly in Ruita, right? So my mom sees Ruita and it's like, oh my God, Ruita. Ruita at that point has two little kids, right? Um, uh, I don't know what, honestly, I don't know what age. Same here. Yeah, I don't know really what age it was, but I, but you guys were really young. And so my mom was like, um, and of, of course people already kind of couldn't see where the story's going, but my mom sees La Ruita, they get together, they're talking, and I think in the conversation, they're like, oh, you know, like, you had two kids, you have a daughter, wow, who's the father of your kid? And um, my mom's like, Carlos, and La Ruita's like, wait, Carlos? Or I think my mom asked La Ruita, who's the father of your child? And she's like, Carlos, what? My daughter's um, father is Carlos. And I think your mom showed a picture to my mom, and my mom started crying, and, and it was like, a whole, they were crying yeah. together, they were holding each other in this moment of realization revelation whatever you want to call it and um that's how we found out we were siblings and <laughs> since then we've i think our moms have done a really good job from when we were younger um they've done a really good job of making sure that me you and carlos um have always been, so i'm the oldest then comes carlos and then you priscilla and i think my mom had my mom and your mom did a good job to make sure that we stayed in contact and, and one of the things i love and appreciate about your mom she would send us you know cards and stuff like holiday cards and and whatnot to my house with pictures of your family and whatnot and i visited florida when you guys moved and and when me and you started getting a little older right we've made the decision that we wanted to be in each other's lives right mm -hmm. and i think um i think it's been like what four years now maybe three four years i would say it's been four years but the last almost two years is really where right we've been really consistent yeah. and really really like deepening our relationship as yeah. siblings right and i think um you know this is this is just a testament of how like at the end of the day you don't you don't choose the family you you know you don't choose family right but i feel like even though we didn't grow up together me and you have just the same values right we have yeah. our values and in, in what we want and who we are i mean they're just so aligned that it's crazy that I think in any other lifetime, I wouldn't want any other one to be my sister, right? And I appreciate you. Same. I am so proud of you. I'm so... Like, this, this, even the fact that we're just recording this episode for me brings me a lot of emotion because I, I remember us talking about it, right? I remember us speaking about, oh, I want to do a podcast. And guys, you know, I'm, I'm working on mine. Um, I'm just not as brave as my sister here, as my little younger sister. And to be, to be able to be here and and see your dreams come true and being able to um, help other people in some way, somehow, right? Like we don't have the answers to everything and we don't, we don't pretend that we do, right? I mean, I think what we want to do is the pain and the, and the, um, and the experiences that we went to, we want to just educate that, yeah. so that people don't make the same, like we're all going to fuck up in our own ways. Yes. But to just help anyone that may be going through the same obstacles yeah like look we've been through this this is what we recommend at the end of the day you know you do what you need to do but we're advising you from experience <laughs> this direction might be the better route yeah yeah and i think it's interesting this year we both so in the two last year and this year we both went through the same thing but opposites right i think you yeah. went on it first last year right you, you know and i'm sure you've your viewers know a little bit of, you know, you went through a break, break, uh, breakup last year. Um, I was still with my ex then. And then this year I am not, lo I'm no longer with my, with my ex, 
and you kind of were trying to figure out your situation with with your ex and it's like it almost like reverse and now yeah. we're kind of like learning from that experience and i think we listen like seeing us now december 2021 the growth and the mindset that we have and just like the ref the, the, the ability to be self-aware and be reflective of like, wow, we went through all of that, right? And I feel, so I have a question for you. And I know this is your podcast, right? But let's, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking over, people. So, which is usually what I do. I, I, I can't hold it, right? It's just the alpha in me, I guess. Um, like, what do you think was one of the hardest? So I know last year, for example, you you went through this 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 exploration of self, right? The power. I think that's where you learned the power of self, yeah. right? Last year. And this year you almost lost it. Yeah. So can you talk to us a little bit about like, how are you, how are you, do you feel like this time around finding self is easier? I feel like it's much easier because going through what I went through last year, my breakup, I know I shared in an episode that it was probably one of the hardest things, like the, the deepest pain I've ever felt because I've been blessed to not have to lose close and loved ones so it really impacted me and but it was like a beautiful pain it hurt but it made me feel inside I'm tired of being sick and tired mm. something needs to change it was like step one of I can't sit back and continue to blame all my partners for why relationships aren't working out let me self-explore and see where I may be toxic where I may be dropping the ball so that I can be a you know a better version of myself and that journey was so, it was like a necessity for what I went through this year. Because to get vulnerable with, with my listeners, um, there was a period where I reopened that chapter and decided to explore, you know, I guess what it would be like with my ex again after this year of growth. And yes, I almost did lose myself again. But because I went through what I went last year, it's almost like you started losing yourself, but you also remembered, okay, don't forget the practices you put into place. Don't forget you being behind this mic, talking to your audience about the power of self. And I think regardless of this podcast, the power of self, that quote, that those words, it's like, that's my mantra. That helped me step out of, holy fuck, you're taking 10 steps back again. You are not choosing self. The power of self. It reeled me back into, okay, it's time. It's time to really just close that door. Can I ask you how, because I'm sure listeners are thinking, like, how did you, how did you lose self this time around? I lost self because I did what many of us do when... You know, at the end of the day, we all just want to be loved. Mm. We all just want to be Facts. loved. <laughs> so I decided that instead of looking to see if this person and I are, uh, what's that word? It's not compatible. It's suitable. Suitable. Instead of understanding, look, this person and I are not suitable for one another. It was more of, I just want this person to want me. And I let myself get consumed mm. by why can't they see the value that I see in myself and just letting my ego take over mm. instead of just realizing, remove your ego. This is the reality of the situation. Don't let yourself get consumed by it and go choose self and losing your identity in the process. Yeah. Because I think when you, when you lose the, the consumption of wanting that person to want you, 
you're detaching from your identity and you said it before your mantra is the power of self that yeah. is your identity right like or or at least some sort of um some sort of form of your identity right and because you decided to want to pursue this so badly you were just pushing your identity more and more away does that make sense i was forcing an outcome and when you say what is identity i think a lot of us steer away from uh, and maybe a lot won't agree but feelings Mm. feelings is what makes you beings Mm. is what creates that identity and a lot of us tend to run away ignore avoid when it's yo those feelings those that's your intuition it's guiding you it's letting you know yo this is not for you this doesn't make you happy this isn't fulfilling you but you're forcing an outcome instead of listening to how does this spiritually soulfully truly make me feel yeah and i think a lot of us um just always want to force an outcome right with everything whether it's relationship whether it's a job whether i mean think about the different scenarios in our life where we're trying to force something and for me you know just to get a little bit vulnerable here like I was in a relationship with someone for eight years. And relationship? I, no, 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 no. She was married. Oh, she yes. Was, she's <laughs> married here. So for my married folks listening to this, go ahead. Sis. Yeah, yeah. So I was in a married relationship with someone <laughs> for, for... So we were together a total of eight years for dating as, you know, girlfriend and boyfriend and then four years of marriage. And listen, I, I, I love this person dearly and will always, you know, wish him the best. Um, but when I decided to walk away from the relationship, it wasn't, it was, it had nothing to do with him and all about me, right? Yes. It had to do that I wasn't happy, that I lost my identity, that I wanted to let myself be consumed by the word marriage. But what, well, what that, um, what that, um, marriage signified for me, right? And I think it's a lot of the pressures of like coming from a Catholic household, coming from a, you know, our culture where, you know, it's frowned upon to divorce. It's frowned upon to not work on your marriage. Oh, you know, for all my people out there, you know that um, my Spanish folks, you know what they say? Oh, no hay, no hay matrimonio perfecto. You know, you gotta, you gotta work hard on it. You gotta, and all that pressure, you kind of like, without even thinking about it, it just lets you consume you because you want this relationship to work so badly, right? You want the the house with the white pick and fest. You want the kids and the dog and you want all those things, especially when all your friends have it, right? Mm-hmm. I come from a circle of friends where all my friends are married with kids and I'm the only one literally that doesn't have children. And for me, it just added so much pressure that it was like, I was like, a, you know, those pressure boiling um, pots, that I was like, just, I, I felt that was what I was this year. Like, I was just ready to explode. And I and I finally took the lid out. And I was just, like, I feel like I released myself. What, what was your breaking point to finally say? Two questions. So what was the breaking point to finally say, okay, this is not for me. I got to take that lid off. And what is, as someone who is married, what is the hardest part about, divorce like why does that sting so bad so i'm going to start with the with the second question i think the commitment for me right because um i value that's one of my values right and if you think about in books i read podcasts i've listened to when we attach ourselves to a value it's very hard for us to change our mind or for us to change that right because that's that's ingrained in us right so for me it was the commitment i made a commitment to that man and to this marriage that i was going to be 
you know, loving, faithful, um, uh, uh, through sickness and health, you know, that kind of, like I made that commitment. I made that vow. So for me, it was very hard to, um, to almost like, 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 like to fail like that, that feeling of failure, like, wow, am I really like going to, you know, and, and, and I always get choked up a little bit. And when I speak about this, because it's still something that's fairly fresh to me. Mm -hmm. And it's still something that obviously it's a wound that I still, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, uh, fake to your listeners here and say that I'm, I'm old dandy doing cartwheels out there thinking there's rainbows and unicorns, but I'm in such a better place because, um, to your first question, what made me release the, I had to put myself first. The power of self. I had to put myself first. And that's why I appreciate this, what you're trying to do with this podcast and what eventually I want to do with mine. Um, emphasis, you you have to put yourself first. And that is the hardest thing to do. That's the hardest thing to do, whether you have children, whether you're married, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're in a job, whatever. It is so hard to put boundaries you know, like, 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 we don't know what boundaries are. Like, did, we, did they teach you? Did our parents, and God bless their soul, right? They did the best they could try to, like, raise us. But did they teach us boundaries? I love that we're talking about this. That was my episode yesterday. Oh, wow. Do okay. you practice boundaries? Like, I, no one taught me that. And it's crazy because, yo, boundaries is the, the, the foundation of how people treat you. Mm. We focus way too much about and I know I did. I was a victim of this, of just being wanted, wanted to be liked. And what we allow, we permit. Yes, instead we allow, of we permit. fuck wanting someone to see you in a certain way or always wanting to be, you know, accepted and shit. It's more about what what do you accept? What are you going to allow? Mm -hmm. How do, you know, what life do you desire mm -hmm. and setting those boundaries? And and and, and, and I, I want to tell everyone here, like, listen, I go to therapy and I think everybody, everybody in their life should um, seek at one point to speak to a therapist because my therapist has helped me so much. And, you know, shout out to her because she's really helped me kind of dig into my own trauma and my own insecurities and, and whatnot. And everybody here listening if you sit down with yourself for one second and really pause and think about your past and how you grew up and how you were raised and how a lot of your insecurities today and a lot of your traumas today stem from that, stem from all that. And for me, not having a father per se, not having a, because I won't be fair to my dad, right? Like I have a dad. I grew up with my sister, my other sister from my dad, from my mom's side, um, Giovanni, who's my father. I love him to death. And, and he, in his own ways, was 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 um broken right like he in his own ways um i know he loved me and i know he loved me and my sister but he he did a lot of shit to my mom right and he my mom suffered greatly with him in that relationship but i didn't realize how much it affected me not having my biological dad in my life for me like i i never really thought about it because i don't know if it was something that i was trying to suppress yeah. that i was trying to avoid because i didn't want to think i didn't want to go there i didn't want to think about no i had a father i have my you know my, my father raised me since i was 20 days old that's my dad like but but okay but this means because i want to be fair to you as well like i want to be fair to my dad as well because i also was and when you mean your dad you mean omar yes okay. so i also was raised by my stepfather and he was very active in our life mm -hmm. he never left my mom's side 30 years of marriage almost so i, I do want to be fair to him but this is an authentic, transparent podcast. Amen to that. <laughs> um, 
did you ever feel, and I know I did, this is why I asked you this, you know that you do have that father figure in your life, but something's just missing. Like, I know, I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I knew I appreciated it, I loved him, but I knew that wasn't my real dad. Mm. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I knew that wasn't my real dad. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think for me, it was very evident because Diana and I, so I I have four siblings, um, I, you know, I probably, I have, I think, two more in DR that, that our dad Carlos has. But uh, for, for the sake of this conversation, to not get people confused, I have four siblings, two brothers and two sisters, right? Carlos and Priscilla, which is, you know, your host of this podcast, and our brother that we share are one set. My other set, Diana and D'Angelo, are from my mom's. And so I grew up with Diana's dad. And for me, like, I saw the difference between me and Diana. I'm chocolate. Diana's vanilla. I have curly hair. Diana's straight hair. So for me, like, I, I was very clear on the physical differences of me and Diana. So I don't know if that also played in my mind that knowing that he's not my dad because I don't look like him, right? And so for me, not that he's not my dad because, you know, I would never want him to listen to this and think like, oh, so I'm not your dad because he would get in his feelings, people. That's how much this man adores me. And, and I would never want him to, to feel underappreciated because I love him with all my heart. But at the end of the day, and this has and this is not at, at any um, shot at him, but not having a father really, now as an adult, really screwed up with me because I had um, abandonment issues. I had all my, all the, all the, all of the um, decisions that I've made in men were just bad decisions because I feel like I wanted to be loved and chosen. I think so that's bad. the problem. I wanted to be chosen that so you, badly. That you get consumed. Think about that it. That we go back to that consumption. Like that, 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 that feeling. Because you know what? We didn't know what our identity was. So let me ask you this. How did you get consumed in your, in your marriage? Oh, my God. Like give, give them an example of what getting consumed in a relationship may be so that they can ask themselves, am I allowing this relationship to be my identity? Um, I got consumed by not doing the things that I wanted to do and choosing to um, accommodate him more than myself. Like? Give so, us an example. So, for example... Um, you know, it, it's, and I'll be honest with you because it's full transparency here. I know that somehow, some way he's going to listen to this, right? And and this is where the stuff that I still need to work on, right? Yeah. Like that I want to be honest and I want to be transparent, but it's, but I wanted to do it in a, in a way where I never hurt his feelings, right? And that's who, I, and at the core, that's who uh, I am. I struggle with that. You know? I struggle with that because I don't know if my ex will listen to this as well because she actively listens to podcasts. Yeah. And it's one of those where we understand the podcast is not about them. No. It's about our experience. But, I don't, but we don't know if they see it like that. But yes, but we also want to respect, but... Sis, this is off. If you feel comfortable with yeah. me going first. Yeah, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so I would say where I really lost myself in, in my last relationship, and I almost did again this time, is the biggest thing I realized, identity-wise, is even just the biggest sense of self in, like, I'm not a man. Mm. Just because I am a lesbian woman. Mm. I do not have to look like a man. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. I guess since 
the gay community, you know, we we tend to label things. I'm going to just be, be up front. I'm not here to hurt anyone's feelings, but I would be labeled more as like a stem, but I used to be labeled as a stud. Can you explain to me what a stem is? I have no idea what a that is. A stem is like a female. You can tell that she's a chick. But you know she's gay because, you know, she got that little tomboy look to her. Gotcha. But it's not full-blown where stud is like, yo, is that a he or a her because she looks... Like a boy. She looks like, yeah, she looked like a dude. Right, right. And I was... Which at some point you did in your relationship, right? Yes. At some... Yo, I, I was... I got called his all the damn time or sir, 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 sir. And how did that make you feel? It, it It's crazy because it didn't... It didn't upset me with the person calling me that because I also understood it's like if a woman hits a man. Do I think a man hitting a woman is right? No. But if a chick is going to go and hit a man, you need to prepare yourself to get smacked back because, yo, you're hitting someone. You're going to get your ass beat. Mm. So same with that scenario. Like, I can't be upset because I look, I look like a boy. Mm. So I can't be mad at you. Mm. But did I like it? No, I'm, mm. I'm not a man, and I'm not trying to be a man. And just because, I just like females. <laughs> yeah, it just, and I and I don't know if some if other people in the gay community struggle with this. But just because you like the same sex doesn't mean you have to look like like the opposite sex. Yeah, yeah. still embrace the the feminine your feminine parts. Embrace that. Like it took me a while to admire. Yo, I'm curvy. I got a nice ass. Like, let me embrace and show this off. Why am I hiding these parts of me? And I think that's really where I lost myself because my ex enjoyed a woman that looked like a man. She enjoyed that masculine. That was her preference. And because I wanted to please her so bad, you know, it sucks because she met me in that form. But I got deeper and deeper into that form because I knew that's that's the visualization of what she was attracted to. So I wanted to be the perfect girl for her to be attracted to. And I almost did that the second time around. And I had to realize, damn, but this is not me anymore. I'm not embracing the new identity that I've discovered within myself because I'm about to take 10 steps back and walk into the identity that no longer serves me, that is no longer me mm. i think for me it was like um the weight right the health mm. for me like i i let myself go so you know my 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 husband my ex-husband was um overweight and i felt like um mm. i just let myself go and i don't know and i don't want to blame i don't want to sit here and, and blame him for it because at the end of the day no it's one yeah no one no one he wasn't sitting next to me putting a gun in my head saying like eat, 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 eat this no it wasn't but I just let myself go. Like, even now, like, I look at myself in this journey and, and whatnot. And listen, there's stuff that I could have done differently, too. But for me, it's like, you know, my nails are done. Stuff like, like, just little things of, like, my nails are done. Um, I'm on top of my eyebrows. <laughs> I'm waxing on a monthly basis. I'm going to CrossFit. I'm working my ass off. I've lost 25 pounds. I feel good about myself. I feel more confident about myself. I Like, all those things, I don't know why I just let myself go and i think it was a little bit because it, those things weren't important to him yeah. and because they weren't important to him um i was just i was just kind of like i don't it, it's just for me it was like i don't know i i for a long time i don't think i knew myself Same. i honestly didn't Same. i think i and it's and i hope whoever is listening to this i hope that 
you realize who you are soon rather than later because obviously you know time is unforgiving right time is just going to continue to pass and we can't really rewind it's always just we just can't look to the future and for me i'm 32 now and i think of like well i don't regret it and if i had to marry him again i would so do it again because i think what i've learned in this experience has only made me stronger and i'm hoping too that by me walking away from this marriage i know i did the best for him too because i know he wasn't happy right i mean yeah this is about me but i also have to be realistic that i know he wasn't happy i wasn't making him happy how could i make him happy if i wasn't happy with yes. myself i didn't know yes. what the fuck i wanted i didn't know like i just like even our sex life was just like stale right because we both were just so uncomfortable with one another within ourselves in our own skin right he was uncomfortable in his skin i was uncomfortable in mine how the fuck were we ever gonna think that we were gonna make each other happy how do we think that this marriage was gonna work plus the pressure of of family 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 you know needing to and i mean the pressures of family like having a family right having going to that next step having kids because all of our friends like all of my circle group were having them right and we were the only ones like yeah one other thing i wanted to mention is like me and my ex three years ago maybe three 2018 bought this beautiful house right we had a beautiful house my house was a four bedroom pool i mean it was like it was like a girl's dream, right? I had a beautiful was, home. Yeah. Financially, me and him, thank Killed goodness. It. We, Killed yeah, it. Yeah, we, yeah, we were doing it. great. Bills were paid, you know, everything. like. But, but I know that both of us inside were just empty. We were just going through the routine, going through the everyday, just kind of like, like, and I knew inside, I knew burning in me that like, there's just something missing. There's something that... Like, at that moment, I didn't really understand what it we was. always know, though. Yeah. Deep down, there's people listening right now that, that are in that in relationships that are probably in that battle. In that battle, because I'm a victim of this, too, where you just know. And that's where, like, stop running away from your feelings. Your feelings are a part of you. Yes, I understand. Um, It can be uncomfortable, you know, to... Super uncomfortable. Are you kidding me? Especially when you have eight years with someone. And but, but feelings help you become vulnerable mm. and i think that's the scary thing is that especially for men mm. especially for men it could be hard to be for them to be vulnerable with their feelings because that's not what men are taught yeah oh the men, men don't cry right like but if you're not living with feelings then you're living kind of what you said in the motion mm. you're just going through emotion, checking the boxes checking the boxes mm. and because you're not really understanding how's this experience impacting me making <sighs> me feel yeah. and i love how you covered earlier like you could sit here and blame the other person for x y and z but at the end of the day it's never about the other person it's truly about Going back to what I said earlier, it wasn't my ex that put a gun through my head and said, you have to look this way. No, she communicated to me her preference. And because I was forcing an outcome so bad, I wanted to be wanted so bad. I lost myself to try to please someone else. And we do that so much in relationship. We, that's, I would like to say that's where we lose our identity. We lose a sense of self. Because again, the, the, the lines blur. The boundaries are not there. If, if at that point you were you were the Priscilla you are today, you could have been like, hey, just before we even continue this relationship, I just want you to know I'm not a stud. I'm a stem, right? Like this is how I like to dress. This is who I am. 
are you cool with that? Like, cause, and at that point she'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, my preference is a stud, but I don't, I still find you attractive. I still, then this wouldn't, you know, this wouldn't have been necessarily an issue, but not, you never put those boundaries and expectations in the beginning. So now how do you expect three, four years down the line to want to change things up? And it's difficult because we're never going to be who we are today. Every day we're evolving right yeah. like every day we're evolving today i might like i mean look at courtney kardashian i know you know I don't, i'm not into the kardashians but i look at um instagram and like i've seen the evolution of her how she dresses i know right now she's with travis baker i think is the name of the guy i can't remember the guy's name but he's like a rocker like a punk and you have to see how she's dressing she looks totally different like the girls um dressing in black like you know like 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 she has that punk look and it's interesting because is she doing that because that's her style because she likes it or is she doing that because she's with him and she wants to like kind of accommodate that look i don't know i just find that fascinating because we mold ourselves to whoever we are with we, we mold ourselves to that other person and i want to tell us to say i want to say to us all here today that each and every one of us has our own mold we don't have to have a mold of two people in one because it's never gonna work it's always gonna break the foundation is never gonna but if we have if we if you're consistent if you're if you have if you're sure of who you are and 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 are okay like hey this is my mold this is who i am and if you want to come with me we can share you know we could share this journey together yeah. but it doesn't necessarily have to be like when people say oh you know i'm gonna find my soulmate and we're gonna become one why do we have to become one? Why can't we be two with two different paths, two different, two different um, life purposes trying to navigate through this thing called life? And I think that's where, listen, relationships are hard. I don't think, I think that's why there's so many books and so many podcasts on them because everybody wants to try and figure out how to make the re relationship work. You know, how do you make the relationship work? The power of self. Yeah. That's how you make a relationship work. So for those that are struggling that may not understand, you know, who are you and, you know, how do you find self? What advice do you think you could share to them? Like, where does that journey begin? I think I think it begins with you being, first of all, be kind to yourself. And I think that's something that you tell me all the time, right? Like, I'm so hard on myself and like, be, be, be kind to yourself because at the end of the day, you are the most important relationship you're going to have, right? Like, think about it. From the moment you're born to the day you die, you are the person you are going to be with for the rest of your life. So it's always you, 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 right? So I would say um, really, really start. And I know for people, it's like, oh, here comes this. Thing. I really think, and whether you call it meditating, whether you call it moment of silence, whatever it is, really take the time to sit with your feelings and that's what my therapist told me you haven't sat with your feelings you haven't really let it just like we have all the answers inside of us let our intuition speak to us i knew that my marriage was was in the verge of failure a long time ago but i didn't want to listen i didn't want to listen because of fear i didn't want to listen because of doubt i didn't want to listen because i just i wanted to make this thing work so badly because i wanted to prove to myself that i could do this right that i i could be with a man who finally chose me no choose you first and everything else would will, will fall into place so um if, if i could tell anybody the the journey of self, I think it's one that never ends. 
I think it's from the moment you 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 know you breathe your first air to the to the very last. But I think if you consciously make the decision every day to wake up and a have gratitude for the life you have for for having two hands if you if you do have them for having two legs if you do have them for seeing if you can see like we are not sometimes we're, we take for granted the little things in life and i think if you have gratitude if you um really think think about like wow what is it about me being more self-aware because i think we focus so much on other people i i could have focused on all the other things that he did to me or how all the ways that he fucked up in our marriage i could sit down to you guys and 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 tell you all of his toxicity and all that shit but it's not about him again it's about me it's about what makes me happy it's about what my life's purpose is it's how i want to how i choose to live my life every day so um yeah i mean i could i'm so this is a topic i'm very passionate about as you guys can listen and i as you guys can hear and obviously i could go on and on and off but i i really wish and I think what Priscilla is trying to do in this podcast and what I hopefully want to do in mine is we want everyone just to be the best version of themselves in whatever that, you know, in whatever capacity that means to you. Yeah. So when you hear the power of self, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Like, how does that mantra, in a sense, if if you're not using it, mm-hmm. then I want to encourage you to, to practice it in your life. But if you start to practice the power of self, if you use it as a daily mantra, what do you think the first thing it will activate inside of you? Um, the power of self to me means showing up as my as my most authentic self every day. Mm-hmm. Like whatever that authenticity means to me, right? And for me, one of the things I appreciate about my job and what I do on a day-to-day um is that I always try and and be me, right? Like I like my energy. Like I, I'm an extrovert. I love people. I love speaking to people. And even when I say, you know, when people at work or whatever piss me off, that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be more quiet and more reserved. That I'm just gonna keep to myself. I literally can't because it's like I'm going against the grain, right? I literally cannot. So for me, I think the power of self is just, just be be you. Like just just wait, you know. And I feel like. God, you know, I'm someone that believes in God, right? And, 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 and in the universe. And I truly believe that God has given us all the answers. Like we have all the answers in us. And I think sometimes we're afraid to listen to, to our intuition. So, so I know we're going to wrap things up shortly, but I did, there's some, there's a light bulb moment that you really, when you were speaking earlier, meditating, Mm. I agree with you. I think there's a lot of people that may be like and meditate i can't sit down for that long it doesn't have to be like 30 minutes five minutes is a meditation even a minute those that have the apple watch you could do a little breathing one minute breathing thing and bam and one because it really helps you regulate your nervous system it really helps you kind of like refocus oh my god there's so much benefits to meditation that really i encourage everyone to 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 try it out at least once in their life (laughs) Do you believe that, in a sense, meditation is helping you establish that relationship with self? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because when I meditate, it's like there's always a freaking light bulb moment for me. Like when I, when I, the other day I was meditating on, um, I have the Peloton app and um, they have like different meditation courses. And I took one 
and um, that one was on gratitude and those 10 minutes was just focusing on gratitude and what we were grateful for and I was just and this was right after Thanksgiving and you know that I had a difficult Thanksgiving this year I got COVID I spent Thanksgiving by myself five years ago my ex had asked me to marry him during Thanksgiving so it was like very emotional for me that day and when I meditated that day I was just so grateful and so thankful and it just reassured me like you did the right thing and you're gonna be okay and I don't know and I don't know what it's just with it's just some it's like a little voice inside me or something that came over me that just just like I had this peace and the the tears were just rolling and rolling and, and I just felt so at peace with myself and so and listen you guys as you have heard in these last 30 40 minutes however long this episode is I'm this is this is what I am on a daily basis I'm a fast talker I'm I'm high energy I, I, I can't shut my brain off. My brain is like, I think I have ADD, right? Like I'm just always like, meditating gives me a time to just pause, reflect, be present, be present and really, really sit with those feelings in that moment and be like, okay, it's like almost checking in with myself. That's my check-in moment, right? Like I check in there and seeing, okay, how are we doing today, girl? What's going on today? Do you believe a lot of people are intimidated scared fear whatever the feeling is towards meditation because it forces them to be alone with themselves a hundred percent why do you think people do drugs why do you think people drink alcohol because they want a numb feeling why would you meditate if you if you're not ready to confront yourself and your feelings i don't want anything even near, i don't want anything near me or close to me that's gonna force me to have to like work those things out it's easier to it's easier to to ignore it's hard because it's because it's why? hard why why is it so why do you think it's so difficult for us to to just be in reality with our feelings why is it easier to numb because i think some of us are just afraid of of some of us are just afraid of facing our reality we create this this illusion uh, and sometimes it's it's a false illusion of whatever it is you know for me for example i created this illusion of trying to have a little perfect marriage and i didn't want to yeah like i didn't want to wake up from that because that meant that i was gonna hurt him that meant i was gonna hurt me that meant that i was gonna hurt the people around us that loved us like his family and my family that's hard it's hard to freaking get yourself to think like, holy shit, the repercussion of this choice is not just gonna affect him and I, which is obviously the two people, the most two important people in the in that relationship, but it's gonna affect so many other things, so many people. Some people think about it, have families, um, uh, kids, finances, homes, investments, like you name it. That that sometimes like it's just so hard to think of like. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to think about like the, in, in people's mind. I think it's like, I don't even want to think about what the repercussion would be if I chose myself, if I chose to say no to this, I just, I'll just stick with this to the motion. You know, this is easier. That's why people stay in domestic uh, in relationships that are abusive, right? Because they feel like, well, this is the best, this is the best I'll have. At least he feeds me or at least this, and that, whatever that might be, right? It is really hard for us to, to get out of our out of our head, right? It's just yeah, really hard. It's so hard. I think if we master that, I mean, the human human race would be like unstoppable because 
we um we just don't know how to do that we get we this just this ego this fear this all of this gets in the way of us being able to really like just make the decision to always listen the power of self is not easy it's not an easy thing to do it's not an easy thing to do it requires you to give up temporary pleasure i've learned the power of self really requires you to give up those things that make you feel that instant gratification because you have to trust you have to believe in something that's not even there like i gave up my last relationship because i was self-awareness i realized i wasn't happy and now i'm believing i'm trusting that yo there's i'm choosing self because when i love myself i'm gonna attract what it is that i deserve mm. I don't know if it's real. I haven't experienced it yet, but that that's not instant gratification. That's not there today. That is not it doesn't exist today. But I'm just putting in the work of self and that's faith. And yes, that's I'm what faith is. Believing that that's what faith because is. Because I'm putting in this work, you know, the universe will bless me. Yeah, but it's hard to believe in the unknown. Yes, extremely. It's very, yeah. Yeah. But Sis, this was awesome. I do want to ask you this before we um, close off this episode. Yeah. What do you, what would you say has been your biggest, um, like lesson of life? What, what, what what would be the best advice you could give someone who's listening? Be transparent with your feelings. Just be transparent with your own feelings and just like be happy. Like really try to find your own happiness, whatever that might mean to you. And just always every day work on choosing yourself okay and what is something you would tell someone to kind of like avoid or or, you know like i don't want to say don't do but yes in a sense like don't do this to avoid this i I just think like don't let your don't back to what this whole podcast i think was don't let yourself be consumed by by another person you know, I really think like, don't let yourself be consumed and just be present. I think that's, that's the most important. Be present and hopefully find your values, find what make you happy and always remind yourself why, you know, um, why you choose to do what you do, whatever that might mean to you, you know? Well, it was awesome yes. having you on the podcast. Wow, I'm so excited. Yes. Guys, remember if there's anyone that could listen to this, please plant a seed into their life into their heart share the podcast um any feedback any feedback on even just episode ideas please don't be shy drop a feedback as well guys thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode remember it always starts with you it is time to choose you as she said don't let yourself get consumed not by just another person but don't let yourself get consumed by external shit. Yes. Remember, it starts with you, the power of self. I dare you to try it.